Welcome to Airwaves, the official podcast of the Naval Air Systems Command. I'm your host, Michael Lauren Prue, and today we're talking about the need for speed. More importantly, how to get our products and services to the fleet faster. One of the key initiatives behind this effort is product-centered engineering. Here to tell us more from Lakehurst is Ms. Kathy Donnelly, Director for Navair Support Equipment and Aircraft Launch and Recovery Equipment Department. From Patuxent River, we have Mr. Joe Baca, an aerospace engineer and ESDP. And joining us from the West Coast, Mr. Eric Bohannon, an aerospace engineer and ESDP at NOC WD. Thank you all for joining us. So Ms. Donnelly, please tell us, what is product-centered engineering? Product-centered engineering is one of the five lines of effort under the RE 21 Now initiative, which is research and engineering for the 21st century. So the purpose is to bring NAVAIR into the 21st century with the current and technical challenges that we have and the current and future workforce that we will have. So why is product-centered engineering so important? Well, product-centered engineering is important because we have almost 36% of the engineering workforce able to retire in the next 10 years. That's a lot of knowledge that we definitely don't want to lose. So what we want to do is a mind meld of our subject matter experts so we can retain that knowledge and pass that on to our newer employees. If we don't do that, then we're going to have a knowledge gap and then that will slow us down even more in producing products and getting them out quicker to the fleet. Wow, so the gap could have a huge impact on speed and readiness. So what's the plan? How do we enable a knowledge pass down between veteran and newer employees? Well, process standardization really enables us to spend less time on getting a product out to the fleet. It also enables the employee to come up to speed faster because they don't have to spend a lot of time on training and learning how to do something. If we didn't have process standardization, we would be repeating mistakes, we'd be moving at a slower pace, and it wouldn't enable us to get the product out faster to the fleet. And that's really what it's all about, is speed and agility. And that's what this enables us to do. So I'm guessing this is where the standard work packages would come into play. We've been hearing a lot about them, particularly in the Navier engineering world. So what is driving this renewed focus on SWIPS? Well, in addition to the 36% of the workforce that's able to retire in the next 10 years, over the last several years, we've been doing a significant amount of hiring entry-level employees. Because of that, we want to be able to make sure that we can bring those new employees up to speed a lot quicker and the way to do that would be standard work packages. We'll have a senior subject matter expert instead of the way it used to be done where he or she would take the time to spend with one new employee, here's how you do this engineering investigation, for example, and then say six months later another new employee came in and have to say the same thing over again. This will enable them to do it with, hey, the five new employees over a period of a year are going to have this document that they can follow it and learn it and not have to spend time repeating the same thing to different people. So it, it really benefits everyone. It's more efficient and it saves time in the long run. Speaking of hiring, I want to talk about the entry-level workforce. And Joe, Eric, I, I'm going to toss this one over to you. You both are relatively new at Navair. Can you tell us about the work that you do and how standard work packages have helped you? Joe? 
We're going to start with you. So yes, I've been at NAVR for about four years. I worked in life management uh, for my first two years and switched over to project engineering for my last two years. And SWPs have ranged in variety of how the products are uh, going to be created and what inputs I need for those products. And it's been a good resource to go to to know exactly what I need to do in order to deliver the product to the level of standard that leadership requires. And Eric, how have standard work packages helped you since joining the workforce? Yeah, so I've been uh, on station here at NOCWD for just a little under a year. And right now I'm working with my first rotation with structures and design, working on the uh, fleet supersonic training target. And th these work packages have, have more or less been a recipe for me to go out and find the information that I need to in order, in order to effectively source out different people, different software or hardware that I may need in order to complete the tasking that I've been assigned. And having that kind of ability to look at something and see that like a, a plan has been set out, it, it's very empowering as a new employee. It sounds like you've both benefited from using standard work packages. Ms. Donnelly, how does that compare to your experience? And, and what was it like to enter the workforce without SWIPS? So over 30 years ago when I started working, we didn't have standard work packages. We were given a five-inch paper tech manual and said, read this. If you have any questions, let me know. Or if we had to conduct an engineering investigation, for example, we were handed, a, here's an previous copy of an EI that was done. Follow that format. If you have any questions, let me know. And it, SWPs are so much more valuable because they teach you how to do that particular product consistently. So you'll have a higher quality product and you won't have to reinvent the wheel when you're trying to figure it out. As an organization, we're always learning and finding ways to improve our processes. So I imagine SWIPs are always a work in progress. How often are they updated? So currently, standard work packages are updated on an annual basis. What we want to do is change our culture to move into providing it as an as-needed basis. So we want the newer employees to be able to provide immediate feedback on, hey, this worked for me or this didn't work for me. Can we change this document to enable that product to get done quicker? So in the past, we would have the owners be the ones that would revise the standard work package, when in reality, we need the users to be the ones that are going to be able to say, this works, that doesn't work. And we'll do it on an as-needed basis, not on a you know, prescribed yearly basis. So employee feedback is an important part of the process. How does an employee, particularly a new employee, provide feedback? So the employees, after they use the standard work package, they would go to, there's one owner of every standard work package. So each SWIP has one owner. They would go to that specific owner and say, hey, here's where I think we should revise the document. And then they would sit down and go through it and also pull in, uh, if they needed subject matter experts, to assist in that to make it a better product. And that's how they can provide the feedback. Joe, have you had the opportunity to provide feedback and what was your experience? Uh, yes, so there's actually been quite a few places where I've been able to provide input into the actual SWPs and make them more applicable to the products that I've been able to create for my branches. And it's been kind of a, a work in progress as far as what is the best way to approach certain SWPs. And that's, it's 
it's been great having the ESTP input into these SWPs because it helps us give leadership a way of what we need to know, what the resources we need to have in order to create the products that are required for our particular branches. That's really interesting. So Eric, same question. Has there been some feedback that you've been able to provide that has benefited you? So as I you know, said earlier, I'm, I've still only been on station a little less than a year, so I haven't had the opportunity to be exposed to as many uh, SWPs as some of uh, you know the ESTPs who have been here two or three years, but the the foresight to look at you know the SWPs that I do come into contact with and then objectively look at them and say how can this be improved to both you know help me and my coworkers in order to you know get tasks done and be more effective in what we're doing that's that's always going to be on my mind. That's good advice. So SWIPs are an internal Navier process. So, of course, this information doesn't apply to all of our listeners, but for those that are inside the organization, where can they go to find standard work packages? SWPs are on the NAVAIR Navigator app. If you go into the Knowledge Management Portal, there's one for each department, and you would search under 4.0 R&E, which is Research and Engineering, and then you can see the SWIPS link on that page. Also within KMP are other useful information on all the departments, what does the department do, what's it made up of, uh, what type of trainings required, those kind of useful tidbits. I'd encourage everybody to go check it out if they get a chance. Lots of great information today. Any final thoughts? We need to maintain our technological lead, and the way we go about doing that is to provide the fleet with the best product at the highest quality. The way we go about doing that is being flexible in agility and speed, which are two key components to the command. And I believe that improving standard work packages will certainly further that goal and enable us to be successful for the warfighter. Great way to wrap us up. I want to thank you all for being here today. We've had a great discussion on product-centered engineering and standard work packages and how each contributes to delivering products to the fleet faster. So that's it for this edition of Airwaves. Thanks for listening.